and we are live so i have a special guest here i have shannon q with me um can you hear me shannon i can hear you so i i, I had you on uh, you're actually in the community um a lot i've noticed you know of course me and some other people uh holy kool-aid and Apologia, things like that. How is it that you're related to us in this community? Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? How well? What do you mean by related to you? Well, from what I understand, <laughs> you've you do have a YouTube channel, right? I do. Yes, I have a YouTube channel called Shannon Q, and I mostly speak on that channel about uh, com atheist communication strategy and uh psychology of atheism so i'm doing a series right now on the psychology of deconversion okay for example um and uh i i have a lot of live streams on there as well where we just talk about sort of topical issues as they relate to atheism and religion and i also co-host the heathen hour podcast on godless cranium's channel we've had you on you're a great yes guest. you're one of our first guests actually definitely and, <laughs> yeah that's cool and i uh, go ahead oh, go sorry, on I, and I also host a series called Let's Talk About You with Shannon Q on the Great Debate Community, and I work in the background of the Apologia channel. Okay, so yeah, I knew you were like tangentially related to Apologia somehow. I didn't know exactly how, but actually I'm adding a link to your channel in the description of this right now. So that will be available uh, if you guys want to go to the live stream on, uh, on YouTube on my podcast channel you can check out uh the link to her channel so you were saying that you're uh so you basically you work in the background on Polygia's channel and you work with godless cranium too right yes absolutely i co-host godless cranium's heathen hour podcast it's on at 8 30 p.m during every saturday evening uh, on his channel so we just had one last night we have some fantastic guests there and um Oh, and my channel and oh look there's paul in the live chat paul's visiting oh awesome <laughs> <And I've, laughs> that's awesome and i've i've been on the i've been a cartoon on paul's channel more than more than a couple of times i've done, i've taken over his channel with vice rhino and professor stick for sure I, I do a lot of the scientific uh research on his channel because i have a background in psychology i have a degree in psychology and i focused heavily on on research methodology that's that's really cool. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like, I don't know how you like like how you found yourself in this community so deeply ingrained. You're you're like a part of this so deeply. It's <laughs> awesome. So anyway, I'm I'm glad to have you here. So there were a couple of other topics I wanted to touch on with you. Um, one of which pertained to. Uh, genetically modified skeptic, and I, of course, I've heard him talking about being an anti-theist a few times now. And uh, I was—I know that a few others in the community also consider themselves um, anti-theists. So I was hoping you could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I'd really like to. You had a—you had a podcast last week, mm -hmm. and you were speaking to somebody else. I, can't, I wish I could remember. This is awful. The name of the the person that you were speaking to, but I, I heard them say that they're hesitant to take on the moniker of anti-theist because of, it makes them feel like they immediately have to take on the burden of proof. And I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about what anti-theism and being an anti-theist 
is. I think people see it almost as a militant stance, and it, mm. it really isn't. It's essentially just the stance that you feel on measure on an individual or societal basis that you know people or societies would be better off without the the constraints of religion. That's essentially all it is. You know, everything else that gets tacked onto it has to do with misconceptions about it, and people are hesitant to take on the label, I think, even though they may themselves be an anti-theist because they feel it's it's so heavily weighted with all that stigmatization. So I, I guess I'm one of the people that's sort of working towards helping to clear up those misconceptions. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I know that there's like a heavy stigma against anything non-religious due to something of like a I guess you could call it a persecution complex on the right. religious side right they always feel persecuted and attacked and everything and when you say anti-theist naturally they they commonly get pretty upset over that they think that you're trying to just tear down their whole religion their whole idea tear them down personally so I can totally see where you're coming from with that. So you so what you're saying is you feel like anti-theism isn't necessarily a a positive claim about anything necessarily. It's more along the lines of just believing that the world would be a better place without religion. Is that a fair assessment or Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the only positive claim you're making is that you think that people on measure would be better off had, were they not by religion. Sure. It's not even it's not even a God claim, right? It's not a Gnostic mm. claim regarding the existence of God at all. It's you can be, theoretically, I don't know who would be, but you could be a theist. You could you could be somebody who's religious and still be an anti and still think that religion on measure, it, you know, isn't great for any individual or any society or organized religion anyway you could be a deist you could be an anti-theist most admittedly are, are atheists and agnostics however that the two aren't really tied in that fashion so and I, and I think people just think that if you say i'm an anti-theist immediately they think that you're going to attempt to persecute them you're it, it denotes a certain sort of personality Sure. Trait in people's minds, I think, where they where they feel like, you know, you want to work towards taking religion away from people or preventing people from being religious. And that's also not the case. I mean, I'm an anti-theist, admittedly so, but I would fight for anybody's right to have to the choice to to be a member of any, you know, religion that, that they so desire. I believe I'm an ardent defender of the right for people to have freedom of religion. I can do that and still think they'd be better off not being religious. But it's also, uh, the way I look at it is this. I believe that people would be better off without the imposition of ideological constraints. Now, that includes my own. So me thinking that people would be better off on measure without religious affiliation is a, a personal ideology. Now, what kind of ideology would that be if I say, you know, you'd be better off without imposed ideologies. I'm going to, so I'm going to impose my ideology on you. Sure. That's just not how it works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely with you. A hundred percent. I, I definitely agree there. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, even I've had kind of this preconceived notion of anti-theism and 
and things. So I don't know. Uh, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I, I think that the world would be a better place if people weren't imposing these ideologies on themselves. And I would like to move it in that direction. For the moment, I think I'm going to continue calling myself an atheist and and just wait it out a little bit longer and keep pushing for the goals of anti-theism in the interim. But uh, so you're hesitant to, to, to adopt the, the label, a little hesitant to adopt the label. Yeah. <laughs> Is it OK if I ask you why? I'm not going to try to impose it on you. Sure. I'm, sure. I'm curious as to why. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not really sure that I have a complete understanding of the position and I would like to have a full understanding of the position before adopting the label. Um, and also, yeah, that, that's what it comes down to. I'd just like to understand the position fully and go from there. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. I completely respect that position because that's you saying, you know, I, I feel like I have sort of a, a general idea. Yeah. And like it's becoming more of a clearer picture. Maybe I could be, but, you know, before I commit myself, I'd like to make sure that it is really, yes, you know, definitely. what aligns with. Yeah, definitely. That's where I stand with it. So actually, um, you know, I've never had you on the podcast before, so I figured next I'd ask you a couple of questions that uh, that I've never actually asked you before. So what religion did you come from originally? Are you still real? I mean, you're not religious. You're an anti-theist, right? And an atheist. Yes. Yep. So what what religion was it originally? I was an Anglican. I was, a you know, an altar girl. I was. I was very, very entrenched in the church, but I was I was an Anglican, so that's Protestant religion. Okay, so you were an altar girl. What what do altar girls do exactly? What's the responsibility? Uh, I had to prepare the communion. I carried the cross into the church. I would uh, like lay out all of the books for you know the hymns and the prayers right. for all of the choir, and and mm. I would lay out the books and, and set up the altar for for the priest and the deacon. Very interesting. So what uh, like what is Anglicanism? I, I, that's on my list of uh, religions to do in the near future, but I don't really know much about them. How do they differ from just kind of traditional regular old Methodist or whatever or Catholic or whatever else? Well, I don't know a great deal about what it means to be Methodist, to be fair. So I'm not mm. sure I'd be able to draw a comparison that, may, <laughs> that okay. wouldn't just be me completely speculating. Uh, they differ from Catholicism in in a number of ways. I mean, if you ask my grandmother, she would say the Catholics were idolaters. Sure. <laughs> a lot of people she would. would. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because they always had their vestments, right? Yep. Um, we, don't have, we don't have confession, for example, okay. in the Anglican faith. There is no confession. Um our our services are a little less formal, I guess. It's a bit more of you know a, a personal uh, okay. a faith. It's it's a little less pomp and circumstance and a little more personal and community sure. oriented in the Anglican faith. Uh, as doctrine goes, there's not a significant amount of difference that I could speak to uh, from from the outside because I did. I mean, I know a fair bit about what it's like to be an Anglican, but I don't really know a fair bit about what it's like to be a Catholic. So, sure, sure. Uh, I, yeah. Very interesting. Well, that that's 
That is very interesting stuff. Um, I I have somebody that's looking into Anglican ugh, Anglicanism for me mm-hmm. right now. So who knows? Maybe we'll see a video on that in the future. But yeah, well, oh, cool. I appreciate you, you coming on. Was there anything else that you wanted to uh, address or discuss with me or anything? No, I'm just thank you for having me on. I just wanted to address the the antitheism thing. When I heard the burden of proof, my my hair stood up. I was like, oh no. Sure, sure. No. <laughs> sure. So the bottom line is uh, antitheists do not have a burden of proof unless they're claiming that God does not exist. And yes. uh, antitheists okay. don't claim that by default, right? So. Right. Yes. Yay, we did it. Right. <laughs> okay. That, that's. That is pretty interesting. And um, check out Shannon Q's channel. I put it in the description of the uh, of the live stream and a couple of other places. Uh, didn't you pin it somewhere, Crate? Yeah, I pinned it in the voice text podcast chat. Oh, there you go. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on. Maybe we'll talk to you again sometime, okay? Anytime, guy. Have a good day. You See too. you guys later. Bye. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um very interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm still kind of uh, left wondering, like, I don't, like she didn't have a channel. She had a channel for, like, a long time, and it had, like, a thousand subscribers and not a single video on it. And I'm left baffled by that. I wonder how that happened. But anyway. Okay, let's see. Uh, next bit I wanted to do is just take a look at a couple of uh, interesting things. So, last time we looked at uh, Jehovah's Witnesses News, um, their news site for Jehovah's Witnesses, their news site for journalists, and then outside news, like the kind of news that you'd find if you just Googled Jehovah's Witnesses, right? So... Figured I'd just take a quick look at um, at Mormons and see what we're we're working with um, with them. Hang on one second. So we have uh, this one is lds.org/church/news, right? So this is lds.org's news website, presumably. What I'm looking at here. And then this website is mormonnewsroom.org, and it calls itself the official resource for news media opinion leaders and the... Oh, okay, wait. I thought it said something about the official source for Mormon news. Hmm. Well, anyways, it calls itself Mormon Newsroom. So let's just take a quick look through this. First, we're going to look at actual news. This is independent.co.uk. Um, we've got things like Mormon Church bars children from same-sex couples from sacred rights. Sorry, Mormon Church bars children of same-sex couples from sacred rights. So let me just talk a little bit about how the Mormon Church works as far as I know. Now, I was never Mormon myself, so I can only speak from the outsider's perspective, but I've been in this for a good long time now, and I have a good idea of how it works at this point. So, basically, what happens is they have what basically amounts to a church building, and then they have a temple. It's called the temple. And within the temple, you have 
um, things like baptisms um, and marriages, what they called getting sealed, things like that, right? So within these temples are sacred Mormon activities, and not just anybody can get into the temple. You have to jump through hoops, be an outstanding member of the church, uh, and eventually you can get a temple recommend. I, I'm i not 100% sure, but I think that um, you have to be baptized to get in. So anyways, um, if you aren't allowed in the temple, then you can't get, like, you can't get all of this special stuff. Um, but you know what? Come to think of it, if you have to be baptized to get in, then they can't do baptisms in it. I don't know. I know they baptize the dead in there. Um, I'm going to do a video on baptizing the dead at, at some point in the, in the near future. But yeah, I'm not 100% sure what they do in there, but it's super secret Mormon stuff, bottom line. So anyways, apparently the Mormon church bars children of same-sex couples from sacred rites. Now this is the old idea of punishing the child for the parents' wrongs. I mean, not that being gay is wrong. It isn't, but the Mormon church views it as such. Uh, you find that kind of thing all the way through the Bible, and that's a real shame. I hate to see that. So, anyways, uh, let's look at some of the others. New Zealand Prime Minister left Mormon Church to support LGBT rights. Interesting to me that the New Zealand Prime Minister was Mormon. I did not know that. Because how could I subscribe to a religion that I just didn't account or that just didn't account for them? Yeah, I find it honorable that this person sees what is wrong with the church, the Mormon church, and doesn't want to take part in that. Um, of course, it's probably a political maneuver, would be my guess. But ultimately, I, I guess I could say that's honorable. My big problem with her just leaving because of the LGBT thing is the fact that say you had an eye doctor who believed in the the I'm sorry the stork theory of reproduction I think I heard Richard Dawkins mention this one time that does not interfere with his ability to diagnose your eye prescription for example but it's concerning what else in his life is he not applying critical thinking to. Is that going to bleed over into your life? I I don't know. I, I don't care if, if this prime minister left because of LGBT rights or not. I appreciate that fact. But the concerning bit for me is the fact that she believed any of it in the first place. That is a little bit concerning to me. So... Anyways, that's the kind of thing that we can expect to see from, uh, like, the outside, quote-unquote, about Mormons. Um, on the inside, we see things like... Now, this is apparently the inside news for outsiders, right? This is like the... Uh, this is what the church wants you to see. 
So University of Utah School of Medicine honors Russell M. Nelson. Have no idea who that is. Don't really care that much. Uh, Juneteenth celebrated with family history event at California's capital. I don't even know what that means. Um, church honors Cardinal Whirl of Washington for commitment to religious liberty. Hmm. Religious liberty. Yeah. That, that phrase bothers me an awful lot. Because usually religious liberty means cutting other liberties to account for other people's liberties, typically, is what I've seen. And then on the Mormon, on, on the actual LDS.org website, we have things like updated version of Preach My Gospel, now available. Uh, LDS.org quick tip, sending emails to members using leader and clerk resources. Huh. Interesting. LDS leaders can use a function in leader and clerk resources, lds.org slash LCR, to send emails to members. Um, from what I've heard about the Mormon church, they like to keep communication on the inside of the church. They like to have people on the inside, um, you know, talking to people in a format that can easily be read by the leadership. Uh, for example, when people go on missions you have to communicate through the church's internal um, email system. If you want to talk to a parent or a sibling or something, you have to send them an email through the church's internal email system. I don't know what, what reason they give to justify that, but yeah, things like that are extremely concerning to me. It's like they want to watch and moderate everything that's said uh, on some level. So that's that's pretty concerning. So anyway, um, we can move on to guests now. The first guest, well, the second guest, I, I suppose, the second guest I wanted to speak to was Vindici. I'm unmuting now. Can you hear me, Vindici? Yeah, can you hear me? I can indeed. Am I saying your name correct? By the way, Vindici. Are you there? You're saying it right. Okay, perfect. So, um, we haven't spoken on here, right? No, we haven't. I've actually had to skip out the past two weeks. Mm. Okay, so tell me, like, what religion were you originally? That's a really hard thing to answer because I didn't really understand religion until really late in my life. Oh, yeah? Like, so you you were kind of raised, for lack of a better term, atheist? Is that fair to say, or? Technically, no, since I went to Sunday school pretty often. Okay. It's actually just like, my life is sad, confusing, and very sheltered. I understand, 100%, actually. <laughs> How so? Like, what happened? Oh, I mean... I just turned 22 today, so that's awesome. Happy birthday. That's awesome, yeah. You, thank you. And, uh, well, when I was in first grade, my mom wouldn't let me watch Sailor Moon. Mmm, that sucks. Yeah, I was actually, I was allowed to watch Sailor Moon myself. I just don't, I don't think I did. Watch Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, yeah. And a lot of other things, too, like... 
it was kind of ridiculous, really. Like, Mom really was way too strict on uh, what she let me watch. Right. Yeah, I think that um, by the time Courage the Cowardly Dog came out on TV, I... I don't think that my parents were really moderating what I watched very much. So I did watch it a little bit, but it was really scary sometimes. I had some scary stuff on that show, man. I know, but at the same time, it would be excellent for kids. And like, right, it I got agree. to the point where if my mom let me watch something, it's good. Wait, I missed that bit. What was that? Um, if your mom let you watch something, what? thought it was automatically good okay gotcha <clears throat> she had let me watch when it first came out as a tv movie mm. everyone brace yourselves for who grew up in the cn real era and saw the rise of it mm. he did that's pretty interesting so yes. i guess it's fair to say that they kind of like shoved it down your throat then right uh not exactly she was just like hey don't watch that i'm like um, okay. I just didn't question it. Like, I was really freaking isolated. It was yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, for sure. Oh, fuck nowhere. So, sorry if profanity is a... Oh, uh, no, profanity's like. fine. Don't worry too much about it. But yeah, I'm with you, definitely. I, I totally understand where you're coming from with that. A lot of us, a lot of the listeners here probably have had experience with it, too. So, I definitely know what you mean there. Yeah, but now I just call myself an agnostic pagan as a blanket term, though okay. if I were to actually go into detail about the whole idea I have involving, like, higher powers, gods, goddesses, etc., it would require a Google document. Right. So, um, it's not like the traditional, uh, like, just regular old paganism, then? Is that fair to say? It's a little bit more than that? Say. I mean, long story short, different gods and goddesses have their own territories. You know, Greek gods okay. over there in Greece, Roman gods over in Italy, etc. Right. Interesting. Okay. So. Drake and Josh is not good in my opinion. And this is entirely separate from my poor upbringing. Right. Well, that's very, very interesting. Like so. How do your parents feel about, like, your current religious beliefs? Did they get kind of upset about it, or? They don't seem to care much. Like, really? They're fine with it, generally. Well, good. I mean, at least you haven't had to deal with any of that, right? Though, uh, back in December, and it, this is a bad one, mm. basically had to disown my mom's daughter. Yes, to the point I'm calling her my mom's daughter. Wow. Because this is an SJW okay. who came out to visit planning, which I already said yes to the visit. I just thought it was the following week. So guys' night was the night before, and she already knew I'm androgynous. Okay. Don't worry. And she mentioned she was confused by the situation of changing the wonder woman origin story between the movie and comics okay and I'm like, okay okay standard thing to explain to her the multiverse she told me to shut up and stop mansplaining really okay wow <laughs> that is very interesting 
generally I've pretty well stayed away from SJW topics because I didn't want to alienate my audience. So I'm going to give absolutely no opinion on that whatsoever. But that is extremely interesting. And I do have a strong opinion one way or the other on that. <laughs> I'm just sure, going to enough. avoid giving it. But anyway, that that's very crazy. Uh, so you don't talk to her anymore? No. Huh. Was it all over that? or? Huh? It was a following issue the following February. Okay. Uh, because of my upbringing, I don't really have the best opinion of my parents. I sure. mean, I still talk to them. It's just kind of hard to be around my dad because 30 year age difference between my parents don't worry not creepy stuff it's just right. a complicated generation gap since okay. he's years older than i am he's probably where a lot of my anger issues came from okay <clears throat> and yeah i didn't i wasn't even really able to talk to my parents that much because after moving into the apartment i'm in now it was actually pretty freaking hectic mm. he ended up in the hospital i had no clue about this i was just on facebook still still in contact with my mom's daughter thing and i'm like oh hey this is a perfect opportunity for a joke then right. she starts bitching at me over not being with my parents when she would already know my mom didn't want anyone with the hospital with her when my dad was having his medical issues. Right. So it just rolls out and eventually it gets to the point where it's like, fuck you. I'm not talking to you anymore. You fucking cunt. Right. So it just got like super ugly. I really hate. Right. Well, very interesting. Well, hopefully that turns out a lot better for you eventually. How long ago did all this go down? Uh, oof. Let's see. There was this. There was this past December for the first event, and the recent one was back in February. Okay, so it's been what a few months, like six months or so, four to six months. Roughly. Okay. Very interesting. Well, hopefully that turns out better. And I appreciate you coming on, and maybe we'll talk again, okay? And let's hope I get more progress on the cartoon I'm writing, too. Oh, you, ha you had progress on your cartoon, you say? Getting one right now. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about it for about two more minutes? Uh, sure, why not? Okay. i got time. Okay. The premise is basically a world where magic actually does exist, but it's still our modern day. Okay. In-depth situation is that there are a buttload of different magic races and all sorts of other things. Like, racism still exists and all sorts of other crap. Mm. And it even talks about real-world events in real-world places. The event of a place that uh, I want to put in the show origin of the name but sometimes there isn't a clear origin so what i end up doing is i take details about the place the words together right i see interesting yeah, like for the town i live in i actually did find the origin name and just rolled with that when you get to uh, certain other things, like, say, DeviantArt, it would be renamed Devil's Portraits, because Devil Deviant Portraits. Right, I see. And how long have you been working on this? 
over two and a half years. That's pretty cool. Wow. Well, actually writing season two right now, and this is like originally designated for adults but appropriate for teenagers right and even then it's not going to be fully animated when it comes out it's going to be mostly dubbed comics but as a result when it comes time for actual animation that's when the animation kicks in and it should be about 18 frames a second just to right. have a nice little medium Oh, that is really interesting. Well, I think we're out of time now, but if you want, you can probably post that in, like, advertisements and or art, depending on what it is. Yeah, sure, why not? But that sounds pretty cool. And I, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. Maybe we'll talk again, okay? Yeah, maybe. Let's help. See you, dude. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting stuff. Uh, The next person I wanted to speak with was... Stealth Master. Are you there, Stealth Master? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Is my mic crackling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it sounds good to me. Um, so, what religion were you growing up? Are you still religious, or have you kind of left it? I have... I Well, I'm a Native American and kind of uh, grew up with the Native American religion in my area. Oh, really? Hmm. And, yeah, so I'm... I've always I've been on the fence for years and years and years, but now I've thankfully my skeptical brain has kind of sorted me out and I'm an atheist and I kind of opened up about six months ago to Fascinating. So how old are you now? I am twenty one. Okay. Uh, like I what turned twenty two. What religion was it? Was it like uh I don't know, was there some kind of a name for it or anything? Or? There's not really a name for it i mean there's because it kind of varies almost tribe to tribe and just sure. would be a whole bunch of different but uh yeah i uh, started watching um your videos uh, a while ago and uh, because when i when i opened up as an atheist i got a lot of flack and i didn't really prepare myself for theological arguments and things right. of that nature. And so I started watching your videos and I was like, holy crap, there's a few things that the Jehovah Witnesses do that yeah. we do as well. And it kind of like, yeah, I just did um, a bite model for uh, it and just kind of conservative answers. And I was like, I was expecting information control to be the highest because all our whole tradition is oral based there's no like outside knowledge really really to put a, put against it yeah so there's not really anywhere to go but what kind of disturbed me is i there was a 94 for thought control and Jeez, i was being man. conservative that's crazy because because you, you know that um, the slain in the spirit thing yeah yeah yeah, that goes on almost every time, like, uh, there's a gathering. That's fascinating. Just, yeah, people will, and, yeah, so people are singing songs all the time just, like, to block out thoughts. Like, I mean, whenever, like, people grief, they'll just sit, they'll just, like, if someone, like, starts crying, there'll just be a whole bunch of people who go over there and start singing. Right. And it's just kind of nutty how 
Yeah, that and you you really don't realize like just how nutty it is until you kind of get on the outside a lot of the time, right? Yeah, it's so fascinating. Well, yeah, there's there's some like really just crazy stuff too, and like the healers because I went to one and that and they essentially hypnotize you, and I can admit I was essentially hypnotized and That's... was kind of believing because they they kind of like hypnotize you and start gaslighting you oh yeah just... yeah they do that for sure that's and... fascinating so like what kind of uh comparisons did you draw between say for example jehovah's witnesses and your religion like what what other kinds of things did they do similarly to other common religions you think um well definitely one is the persecution complex thing mm. And I mean, yeah, we were a persecuted people. I mean, you know, yeah, our definitely. population went down to a tenth, but definitely for sure. Pe people nowadays take that to like extreme examples, and it's like if you don't try to bring back the culture and whatnot, then you're like just as bad as they are, like the white people. And right. It's. So they kind of like guilt trip you against all that. It's very fascinating. Um, see, that that's very interesting that you say that. I try really hard to break up tribalism and things like that. I actually have, um, I have on my birth certificate that I'm partially Native American. It's not very much, but it is there. And I do know that uh, it was really, really horrifically ugly what happened for sure in America. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really couldn't speak to it unless I was on the inside about how they feel about it. It's interesting that you gave them such a high score, though. Do they do any shunning or anything like that? Um, Not so the, much the, shunning? The, sh the, sh the shunning isn't um, actually, like, shunning is, like, one of the things I kind of really didn't, but... Mm. It's it. I also was really conservative with some stuff because it's kind of there's that tribalism with like Indians that are on the reservations mm -hmm. versus that aren't on yeah, the yeah, reservations. Sure. And, sure. and if like you're off the reservation, you're not one of them. Yep. That's serious tribalism right there. That's a big problem. That's fascinating, man. I'm really glad you found your way out, though, because. Some people just stay stuck in that forever, like until the end of their lives, you know. So, yeah. like, did your family are they do they know that you don't really believe it anymore? Are they upset about it or? Yeah. Um. Well, thankfully, my dad is very just like agnostic. And okay. He really. I think he's. I'm not really sure, but I would say like he really just doesn't care because he's never sure. really done anything religious in his life other than our grandparents were very and got very indoctrinated through the right. boarding schools into like the Catholic faith. Right. And so, but he seems kind of just mellow, just like, yeah, whatever. Good, good. No big deal. That's good to hear. But, but my mother's side, on the other hand, though, was not quite that way. Really? They were the ones who kind of gave me a whole bunch of flack. In. Like, what happened? What what kinds of things? What, what did they say? Did they say anything to you about it? or? Uh, like, 
Well, I just remember like when I said it to them, it, uh, I was, uh, over at, uh, my grandparents' house and kind mm. of our family was there. And I just remember like my grandparents kind of like looking at me and my grandma just walked out of the room and just, wow, and, man, uh, just wouldn't even talk about it, I guess at first. Yeah, she she just didn't even want to talk about it, and yeah, they were just kind of like, "What what went wrong that mm. made you not want to?" Right, man, so. that's very interesting. It's so interesting to see how people react to things like that. But uh, you know, I am glad you're on the outside because now we can progress. Now we can move forward. Yeah. So that's yeah, good see, to hear. One of the interesting things that I'm kind of so I was pretty deep enough into it where you know if I had gone down that way like mm. I'm one of our like family's like cultural leaders and so right it would have been essentially almost like a pastor sort of okay so that's what you are you said uh yeah and okay so but now I've kind of put out that I don't believe anymore but i still have all this knowledge mm. about our culture and it's kind of a conflicting nature there sure sure how, how do how do i like for because there's a lot of like younger kids in my family and it's like how do i teach them about the culture but then also just have them not be indoctrinated in by all the other people around them right that's a hard decision to make. I mean, that's a hard situation to deal with. You know, I know people who deal with that from time to time. Have you ever heard of the clergy project before? Uh, yeah, I heard you talking about it. Uh, one of your podcasts. Yeah, yeah. It's there you go. It's basically for the audience who may not know. It's basically just this program of pastors who realized that it's all bs and they're trapped and have no way to get out because that's how they've made their living their entire lives i guess it's yeah. something like that kind of situation with you right i mean a little bit at the very well, least well i think well not quite because i um i did go to school and um i'm currently working at a big like top 500 company as an oh very nice good that's good and so so I did well for myself there, but yeah, thankful, thankfully I'm not there. Right, right. Not trapped in it, but you're still faced with the issue of like, do I teach these people something I, I know to be a lie or yeah, I mean, what do I do? Yeah. And there's, there's, there's some kind of really ugly stuff too, because because so much was lost, there's mm. a lot of people that like make stuff up. Mm. And like one of the worst things that's been going around is they have this ritual that they call clubbing. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much what it sounds like. They go, they take a kid, and it's supposed to be like some right to manhood sort of okay. thing. And they'll take a kid, and they'll literally take a club. And just knock them unconscious with it. Jesus, man. And for and what? They just do it because it's like a right of manhood kind of thing. Is that the only reason? They, well, they they do that. They do that. They knock them unconscious, and then they drag them out into the woods or the hills or the mountains, and then just leave them there. 
for a day. Wow. And man. then they'll just go out and search for them. And it's crazy because, I mean, there are some kids who I know who they were like, no, that's crazy. Why right? would I want to do that? Seriously. And they started threatening them and like their families. God. Like, if you don't do this, we're going to make you and just. That is insane, and man. And it's crazy because, like, it's almost like it's a government-supported thing, too, because they're all, because everyone's, like, family on the res, and yeah, it's, so. So, and they basically run the the whole thing. It is pretty much yeah, a they, government they, they run They run thing. the tribal government, so. Yeah. That's insane, man. Well, I'm glad you found your way out, because that sounds ridiculous. Did you have to go through that? Uh, no, I did not uh, go through uh, the clubbing, but um, thankfully the uh, people who run our longhouse are very... A they have more a moderate. lot of knowledge already, and versus mm. there's um, what, the bigger longhouse that's on our reservation that's just... People just adopting things from left and right. And right. That's that I is. I think I think that some of the stuff they went through in like the boarding schools. Yeah. When they were like, when they basically stripped away their ideology and put inserted theirs. Yeah. I think a lot of that stuff kind of carried over into. Mm, that happens. Yeah. I I feel like that's where a lot of this kind of almost cult-like behavior kind of developed or whatever yeah i'm with you wow that is fascinating well i appreciate you coming on and talking to me and uh maybe we'll talk about that again sometime okay yeah good chat yeah that is very fascinating um when i was younger my family really pushed this whole native american thing um I am a very small percent Native American, but, uh, it, you know, it is on there. I mean, it's on the birth certificate. And I, I am eligible for scholarships and things based on that. Um, you can't really tell visually from, like, my appearance, except for the fact that I just really don't grow a beard at all. And I this may be complete BS, but I heard it was because of the Native American blood in me. They just don't really grow beards you know that much i don't know who knows that i'm probably spewing bullshit right now but anyways uh yeah that that's that's interesting like i said i'm glad you got on the outside there um crate are you there by chance do you have questions for me or no if not then i can move on to uh... i do i've got a couple okay let's have them um anxious wants to know do you look at this chat oh <laughs> I glance over there and I read through it after. So um when I finish the live stream, I do go through and look at the chat and I look at the, you know, who said what and who was there and things like that. Um but I don't look while I'm in the stream. I'm mostly focused on talking to people. So, yeah. Um, also, Godless Cranium uh, was in the YouTube chat a little bit ago. Oh, okay. And I heard Polygia was there, too. Yep. Awesome. Um, well, thanks for coming, guys, if you see this. And uh, one more question. Uh, Pam's uh, Harvest Craft. Uh, what's your favorite food? 
Oh, my favorite food. Well, it depends. Uh, I went through like this phase for like a while where they, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but at the store they have these things called potato skins by TGI, I'm sorry, TGI Fridays. And I ate so many of those. It was ridiculous. Um, eventually I ended up moving on to, I like eating eggs a lot. I'm a big fan of eggs. Um, sausage, eggs, bacon, things like that, breakfast things. Um, there's like a market right up the street from my, uh, hang on. Sorry, there's somebody that was unmuted for some weird reason. There's uh there's a market that's right up the street from my work, and I go there every so often and buy like a carton of eggs. Uh, it's pretty good, but... Anyway, uh, any other questions? <clears throat> Are we ever going to get Alpha Force Zero as a special guest on the podcast? Soupy asked that. Oh, that's interesting. I've never considered that. Um, possibly. Right now, she's actually uh, on vacation with her grandmother, like her non-Jehovah's Witness grandmother. It's Crate's mom is who she's with right now. Um, they went to the beach, so... Uh, she actually gets back in, what, five days or something like that. And then I'm going to the conference. So I'm not going to see her for a total of 11 days. And this is like day, what, two? And it sucks. So anyway, yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see if she gets on here. Any others? Um, This is probably a good spot to plug the conference. Mm, yeah, that's true. Um. <clears throat> Although it's a little bit too late to buy tickets now, I believe. But uh, I think that online registration ended on June 15th. So it ended nine days ago, the, the online registration. And the uh, tickets, you can actually buy some of the tickets at the door if you want. They're pretty expensive, like $200. Um, but, you know, and those are first come, first serve kind of things, so... Anyway, yeah, I'm going to be at the conference June 29th, 30th, and July 1st, and I'm pretty excited for it. It's going to be awesome. Going to get to hang out with some fans and chit-chat with people and all kinds of cool things. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Were those all the questions? Yep, I think that's it. Okay, sweet. So... This will be probably the last person for the night. Now, was I did already speak with uh, Beefcake Shirogain. Was that the last one? It was the last person I spoke with, right? Do you remember? Uh, no, I think the last person uh, was Stealthmaster24. You sure about that? No, <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think that's right. Okay, then here's what I'll do. Okay, yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Okay, so um, Beefcake Shirogain would be next, right? Yep. Okay, sweet. You there? Hello? Hey, how's it going? Hi! So, I'm, I'm all right. uh, what religion were you originally? Are you still religious, or? Um, I'm kind of sort of religious. It's, it's kind of complicated. I was brought up Protestant, but not very, like, super protestant you know okay right <clears throat> so um, not super protestant interesting like 
what drew you to my channel? I guess it wasn't really extreme then, right? No, it wasn't. Um, I think that you were in my recommended one day on YouTube, and I checked it out because I didn't really know a whole lot about Jehovah's Witnesses, and it oh. just—it was really cool to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you found your way here. That's that's pretty cool. So, uh, like, you you aren't sure which denomination of Protestant you were or whatever. Your family never really no, shoved like it down I said, your throat. It wasn't really. <laughs> wasn't too it wasn't, intense. Like we never really went to anything. It's just we were roughly Protestant. Okay, very interesting. Well, that's cool. Were there any questions or anything you wanted to ask since you're here? Well, I thought that you might maybe like to hear about something. I um I have pretty bad OCD, Okay. especially in like the intrusive thoughts department. And even though I'm not Christian, even in the slightest, I still have really bad intrusive thoughts about it. Like, oh, if I don't, if I don't constantly repeat these pro-Jesus things in my head that I'm going to go to hell even though I don't particularly believe in hell. Right. And I'm not really... <laughs> so not really so you're that. saying that, like, that goes through your head even now? Yeah. Like, Very been, interesting. I just graduated, and it's been, it's been happening since I was um, a freshman. Wow, I wonder what that's all about. Um, well, it's OCD, so I guess it's fairly well understood. I do wonder, though, why it is that uh, that it's all about Jesus. That's very fascinating. Um, at the time, I was still trying to figure it out. It was, I was still trying to figure out my religion, but now that sure. I'm kind of uh, settled into the not Christian category, yeah, it just still happens. I'm not really sure why. Uh, okay, I see. So you kind of went through something of like a little phase of kind of going through a Christian mindset. Is that fair to say? You think? Yeah. Because I, I knew I was, but um, I just, you know, since I was raised Christian, yeah. I assumed it should be that, you know. Right, that makes sense. And so now you're you're pretty secular, I guess. You are you don't really believe in religion or anything you said, right? Um, I do. I, I mean, I, I believe it's more a personal thing. I don't really think it should be hmm. organized or forced upon anyone. But um, I've considered Judaism, considered Wicca, I'm... Not really sure what I'm going to do at this point. Very interesting. Um, okay. So let me ask you this then, <clears throat> out of curiosity. Do you have any kind of, like, beliefs in anything supernatural, or is it all pretty, like, naturalistic, your belief system? Hmm. Um, I, I don't really believe in i don't know that's a really tough question <laughs> <laughs> like um, do you believe that um that god created the earth or something any any old thing um i do believe that uh some kind of power did create everything but i don't okay. really believe that it uh has anything to do with day life you know right sure okay and do you feel like you'd be willing to change your mind if presented with evidence? Potentially. Um, I also strongly believe in, like, the multiverse, so there's always that hmm. and, like, not just this. Right, right. Okay. Universe, but um, potentially, I guess it's on what came out, you know? Sure. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, personally, I, I don't know. I don't really believe in anything supernatural i remember when uh when i was growing up jehovah's witness i had like a lot of trouble dealing with 
um like this fear of demons i guess like my parents told me or my mom more specifically told me if i just said jehovah over and over again then god or then the demons couldn't hurt me and that's what i went through right especially with my thoughts and like i would see i still do sometimes but it doesn't really scare me anymore i would see like upside down pentagrams in my head and it would just scare me so badly yeah and in my mind i would try so hard I, I don't know why this is really stupid, but the closest thing that I could change it to that wasn't a pentagram was the anarchy symbol. Uh, so I would change it to that. That way it just wasn't a pentagram, you know? Yeah, I know. That's so interesting. So it's like a visual image that you had in your head is what you're saying. Yeah, and it just scared me. Because, oh my God, the demons are coming for me. Totally. But, and then one of my friends, Wiccan, told me that in Wicca, the pentagram isn't really, it's actually kind of a good protective symbol so that kind yeah. of even though i'm not really wiccan i guess right kind of helped with that whole fear thing you know? sure yeah totally i do know um and that that's nice i mean it was nice of her to uh to point that out personally it took like i don't know a really long time for me to finally get over the this fear of demons and and the supernatural like that and even after i didn't believe it for like a really long time it still took that much longer to to get past it uh, but eventually i did so well thank you so much for yeah sure uh maybe we'll talk again and i will talk to you later on then okay all right bye that's the first time a guest has ended it prematurely on me. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, all right. Well, actually, that's the end of the podcast. Are there any other questions or anything uh, for me, Crate? Um, uh, Navitech wanted to uh, to tell you that mm. there was an ice cream shop named Sweet Jesus. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, they really pissed off a bunch of uh, Christians because they were using the Lord's name in vain. Oh, that's funny. Sweet Jesus. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought that they were Christians um, and using that I name know. Like they that. probably were. Yeah, they probably were. Anyway, that's funny. Well, I appreciate you guys coming, and I will talk to you guys next week, right?